what? I'm sweatier than a blind lesbian at a fish market. Okay. Now. I'll get to that one later. Yeah. Google it. Sorry. Okay. lost Bada boom, bada bing. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm thinking yes. And oh, I'll never let you go because you're the best. my podcast too far where we talk about gear that we've done that's had us cancelled jokes that we really want to just offload here because it's a safe space and talking about political correctness and how it's buggering us up now my guest today oh man you might have seen her on the bush blonde versus the world my new show which you need to stream on template as Bogan Bev. You are, let me have you're a, a go, go. Don't you fucking mansplain oh, me, you fucking prick. I've got kids here, we want to go fishing. Okay, then move uh, away, mate. I'm going to punch you in the fucking dick. Uh, I've known Bev for a couple of years now, and I think to say I've been devastated is an understatement. And you're about to find out why. Welcome, Bev Killick. Hello. Hello, it's Bogan Bev here with me vape. Fuck. Oh, for anyone, anyone listening right now, this isn't an act. I wrote when I was writing this show. When I was writing the Bush Bomb versus the World, I'm like, I've got to put Bev in. But instead of writing her as a character, I'm just writing her as Bev, and I'm just going to put her in all sorts of situations, like you'd put an animal in captivity and just see how they respond. She's an asshole. <laughs> so Bev doesn't drive, right? So the first thing I wanted to do for the pilot, I said to the producers, you know what? Let's get her down at the busiest boat ramp on a Sunday afternoon and get her to reverse a boat down the ramp. Yep. And then yep. magic happened. It was hilarious. Called a guy a prick. You did and it all- was totally non-scripted. No, no um, you don't you need said- a script. You're better without it. No, you said, what would you do if? And when you said, um, you're going to play the pokies and smoke and drink beer, I went, what, are you filming it or is it just you want me to do it? (laughs) 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 These are a few of my favourite things. Oh, Bev, so how long have you been doing stand-up for? Um, About 22 years, but I just say 20 because it sounds better. Makes you younger, doesn't it, it? Yeah, you don't want people to think you've been going too long. No, when she know? started, when she started, <laughs> the teeth were still together. <laughs> <laughs> I have a gap. If you're wondering what that jo- lame joke was about, yes, um, yes, yeah, been going a while. I was, I started when um, men thought they were, um, you know, the bee's knees, and they were. They were the industry and didn't really well, welcome me in a big way. Yeah. But, um, yes, I've been through all that um, so, and come out the other side. So yeah, you, still going. So now, you are larger than life naturally and there, there are people who, you know, as comedians, when they're on stage, they're completely different to when they're off stage. And yeah. from my experience with you, you're bigger off stage than you are on stage, if it's even possible. Now, oh, no. can, 
Yeah. I mean, you're fucking outrageous. But um, <laughs> what's some of, like, let's go back, because I know you've done some really out there gear in the past. Can you tell me some of the jokes that have landed you in hot water? Sure. Um, I did a, I used to do a lot of parody because when you're a, a female in the industry starting out, you've just got to use tricks and you've just got to be shocking to get any, anything out of the mm-hmm. audience and to be seen and heard. So I used to do all these parodies and one of them was Killing Me Softly with His Schlong to the tune of Killing Me killing me Softly with His Schlong, Killing Me Softly with His Schlong, Ruining My Chances at Childbirth. Killing me softly <laughs> with a schlong. Ah! You get the drift. So did that, did, sorry, did that ever get you in trouble? Yeah, it did a bit. Um, yeah. It, just a bit of shock kind of stuff. And, I mean, you know, and this is why I didn't go on television when I started because, I mean, they just thought that's all I did. So you get pigeonholed. And then I did stuff like I went, uh, I try to suck your cock and I choke. <laughs> try to swallow cum and I chunder. I try to hide it. It's clear. My jaw's aching from here to here. Stuff like that. Just yeah, no, give that, me that. anal in the morning, anal. <laughs> Just pop my cheeks before you leave me, darling. Stuff like that. <laughs> and then what do you do on stage? <laughs> um, yes, I was doing that on stage and you just sort of get, um, women would love it and guys would just be horrified. And, yeah, you didn't get invited on to do the panel pretty much. So, yeah. But yeah, then oh, I, the um, panel back, the panel oh, yeah. as in, that was that TV not show. good news week. It was, who was on that again? That was, uh, was oh. Langbrook on that? Yeah, Kate Langbrook. All of those. Was that a sitch? Was that a no, working dog? No, it was a panel. Yeah, was, yes, it was a uh, working, working dog. dog. Do you do anything? So with I sort of didn't dog? get invited. No, not really. No, I You're think they just put they? me into the bracket of um, just being a rude comedian. <laughs> but Puppetry the Penis liked me, so I toured with them for about sixteen years. Didn't have Why? to change a thing. And what did you do? Did you have to warm them up before they got on stage? Yeah, for the. I know. I was like, I was, uh, what do you call the pornos? What do you call them? Uh, uh, Fluffer. I was the fluffer. You were the fluffer? (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a. Because you did. um, What was it called? Tits out? No, what was that? Busting out. Busting Busting out. out, Where you actually got got your boobs out. Got me norks out. Did you have a fluffer? No, didn't need one. No? no. Um, I When we first started busting out, I used to do 15 minutes of stand-up before the actual main show. So, and then when it got bigger and bigger, we had to have two halves so it could go into big theatres. And so, yeah, didn't need to fluff anymore. So, but, yeah, so that was huge. Eight years we travelled around with that. So you fully got your boobs out? Yep. Fully, See, that's, and we did. That's um, remarkable. Why? You just, you're just so loud. <laughs> well, let's just say they could be calling you, calling for you on OnlyFans right now. Like, cause I, Man, you know, we should do I've, that. 
I've set up the account, so I <laughs> she's vaping again, just so you know. Um, so I've, as you know, I set up my OnlyFans. Well, the Bush yes. Boy did to unbugger the koalas. What a success! Twenty five k. That's unreal. Mean in green. what a week? That was in two weeks. That's unbelievable. But I found that really confronting to do. I must say. What did you so, actually do? Not way less than what you did for eight years. Really? I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was my religious upbringing, like that Lutheran programming, or if I'm just a bit of a prude. But it's been a real, like, it's been a real stretch to, like, do it. Yeah. And when I did my first shoot, Jeremy's like, that's not sexy enough. Fuck, all right. <gasps> what? Yeah, so I had to go and do another shoot that he directed to try and make it. Oh, my God. Sexier, because he he knows what he likes, obviously, because he had the oh, reference photos at, at the ready. But yeah, I think what I don't know what it because you it, when you own the space, it's all right. Which you own the yeah. space with busting out. I'm still trying to really own that space as I'm in charge. But then you open up your inbox and you see dick pics. <laughs> open up your inbox. <laughs> yeah, I open my box and then there's dicks all in there. <laughs> oh, really? Jeez, I've seen a cockatoo. Um, yeah, that I wasn't prepared for that. But Jeez. what do you do? What do you do? You just you will you, decide you nice it dick. for money. <laughs> yes, just make the cash. See, this just is just make I the cash and see you later. But it's interesting because if you put up a really hot shot, they tip you, which I'm right. like, oh, I feel like a stripper. I feel like they're throwing money in my pants. But then I'm like, no, I'm like a really good waitress. I've just delivered yeah, the goods and they've given me a tip. It's a that's really it. weird mental game to, God, to and own they, it. Do you reckon they're, they're having a little wank as well? Oh, I've seen those videos too. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. But I, I tell you, you got 25,000. So... Yeah, but I gave it to the fucking koalas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can you do it again just and make money for yourself? Well, I'm, I'm staying on because I was doing a calendar, right? So it's, yeah. it's a modern day calendar. So I've, um, I've got, I'm only up to July. So I've got to finish the calendar. Right. Would so, you want me to do it with you? I'll get my tits out. I reckon we should, we should probably get a couple of shots of you as both. Mate, I, I've got I've got like seventies bush down there too. Well, maybe <laughs> we'll get your tits and bush out, and then we'll split the profits that way. Yes. I love how you're just Can't. so keen. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Fuck it. It's yeah, only no. tits. You, you'll well, do that's anything. What, that's what busting out was based on. That it's our bodies, and it's time to reclaim them. You know. They're, they're they're for breastfeeding and they're ours. We you know we have to live with them. They're our nuggers, um, and it's time to time to you know they're not just for blokes. But if blokes want to pay me money, or women for that matter, for yep. for doing some uh, installation work, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do a vagina out of my tits. You've seen it. I've shown you, haven't I? I've shown you. you. I think you showed me on a cruise ship. I did. Go on. Do it. Okay. Show me your your vagina, your vajayjay, your vajuts. 
Oh, you can have. All to. right, now everyone, the producer's just coming around. He, oh fuck me! Okay. <laughs> yes, look. And I can do pelvic floor exercises. Look. <laughs> and you know what's good? If I've got a bit of hair, because I'm a bit prone to nipple hair, it, it looks like you've had a Brazilian. <laughs> oh, is that too far? <laughs> so, yes, I made a shitload of money out of that. Yeah, you did. That was a very, very successful tour, and I can see why, because you get all the bits in one go. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can do your nipple vagina and I'll do my underarm vaginas next to you. We'll do, we'll yes. do those ones. There we go. You just zoom we'll in just tight on that. Trying to find, zoom out. Yeah. yeah. We'll just try and find vaginas all over our bodies. Do you reckon you can get like, a I vagina a, from your... If you, my, you put on a my really ass tight crack. bra. No, tight yeah. bra. High undies. Yeah. Get a back underarm. No, a back vagina. Yes. Get a vagina. Let's How do a whole special. How to find a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Finding vagina. <laughs> it sounds like a documentary oh on SBS. Yeah, this oh, could be a thing. Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is why I'm taking Bev on the road. I should say this to everyone at home. Because you don't yep. have to, you just have to set her up in a scenario and off she goes. She needs no <laughs> script, um, no, no provoking. She's just an absolute volunteer for anything. Oh, I'm well, trying what to think. about our little road trip? Our road trip, right? Nikki couldn't fly, right? So she wanted a buddy to go with her up to Sydney. And I went, yeah, I'll do it. Um, At eight hours notice, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Husband's giving me the sheets. I, I need this. So off we went and it was torrential rain. But anyway, we ended up, at, we were in Albury. Is it Albury or Albury? Yeah, it, I can never remember. It, it was all it was Albury that night. Albury, yeah. And um, we were starving and we were just happened to be next door to a pub. So, and Nikki's freaking out. She's going, I'm not going to a pub for dinner. I'm going, yeah, it's, it's a bloody pub. She goes, what do we do? She didn't know what to do. I was like, so we just sort of walked into this pub and I'm going, you just got to say g'day to people, all these bar flies sitting in the, on the bar. So I just walked in going, g'day, 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 mate. How you going? Here you going? How you going? Like this. Nikki's just walked in going, what the fuck? And they're all staring at her. Like, how? how is this gorgeous thing in here. Well, I felt like, like Julia Roberts from Pretty how do Woman we do when she walked into yeah. the pop shop. Yeah. And no one's looking at me. She's going, how do you order? Where do you order? I'm just like, Jesus Christ. She has no idea how to order a cannery. A cannery. <laughs> so we've, we've downed our steaks or whatever. And then I said, oh, let's go and play the poker. And she's, she's like, no, we can't do that. I'm going, yes, we can. So we're playing the pokies, drinking beer, being really loud. And I even um, up a smoke in the pokies room. Bev was <laughs> basically, from my point of view, <laughs> we went in. It was like a scene from The Deliverance to start with, the clientele. 
But then Bev's on the pokies, and when she gets a run on the pokies, you're not getting Bev out of the pokies. Now, this nah, hotel... It's, ex- it's exciting. It had tried to close half an hour ago, and they couldn't get Bev off the fucking pokey machine. But then, actually, she know who all I the am? best, mate. <laughs> so I'm fresh out of I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here, and then Bev's going, don't you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? Anyway, they let you stay on. You won on that thing. You won a bit, didn't you? Yeah, I said I'm the I'm the I'm the nude mum in the Mars Mara. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> That's your... I saw that again last night. And I was sitting there with my kids and they saw it and they're like, Bev's naked. And I'm like, yeah. no, wait, wait till you see the podcast. I got next to three thousand dollars for showing three millimeters of crack. Are you for real? Bum crack. I am for real. That's like Absolutely for that's real. more expensive than proper crack. I know. Because at the audition they said here's a here's a robe and here's a chair and we'll come back in and then we'll um, audition you. And I said, Yeah, okay. So when they came back in, I had no robe on and just a pair of um beige nude undies. And my tits out. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> and they're like, so pretty much. You've got the part. Put it on. Put it got on. Got the part. Got the part. Of course you did, because you had the part. Yeah, oh, fat rolls, the whole bit. It's like that's what a life model is, right? Yeah, you're a life model. You're an installation artist. You're a. Yep, that's it. You're. A, you could almost do ventriloquy with those. <laughs> if you put a face on it and a mouth, yeah, you we've can done make that. them talk. You've done that. I've done that. Yeah, yeah, we've done that. Um, you know what I realised I can do the other uh, the other day. I was in the shower and I can actually yes. fold my breast. I can fold it. That's, That's how a, dangly they are now. You can fold. I can your fold boob. it. I yeah. won't even fold the laundry, and you can fold your boob. <laughs> yeah, so what? You can get... do it a full under. Because yeah, you know they do the coat fold challenge? You know they yes. say, you, yeah, your boobs are still pert if you can't hold a Coke bottle under there? Can yeah. You, can you hold well, a one of the, one, uh I can hold a bottle of Bundy rum. Bundy rum? <laughs> of course it's not and Coke, I can, Bundy rum. Two and I can pour juice. drinks with it. I can pour drinks with it. I can pour really? drinks. Yeah. Pfft. <laughs> <laughs> I did have the when, snow one time. <laughs> I was going to say, and when did this happen? Was this on stage or was this off stage? Well, um, I taught myself how to do it for on stage and we did a whole segment and then I was at the snow one time and my mum was with me and she goes, get behind the bar and pour him a, a, a Bundy and Coke, Bev. So I did. Wait, this is with your mum? Yep. She goes, show me how, how you pour a Bundy and Bundy rum with your with your boobs. And I went, brings okay, mum. It brings a whole new meaning to a nip of Bundy. Bloody hell. You're, I know. You're from Townsville, right? Yes. Yes. yes Th- that am. puts you into a bit more context for the, the listener right now. Except oh, thanks. You, your Townsville come good. You, you know, you're with the, the biggest uh, comedic agency in Oz. Yes. You're with A-List. You, That's you right. book everything. You're the queen of cruise ships. 
Yep. Have, have I was you back ever... there recently, actually. They were still on... playing the same songs on radio from when I left in 88. Are you serious? <laughs> it's like Coles. It's like I if know. I hear Tina Turner one more fucking time. When I moved oh, back I to Queensland, I could not believe, I kid you not, they keep playing Tina Turner and John Farnham I on know. the radio. They love it's him like, up there. It was still in the 90s here. Like there's an internet cafe around the corner from where I live. OMG. Yeah. Yeah. Town, to it's weird. It's bloody weird. I'm um, one of their f- most famous exports, apparently. Oh, are you? Yes. Well, you would have to be. Who else is there from well, Townsville who's well, probably a footballer, an ex, no, ex- Jul- murderer? Uh, uh, Julian Assange. Assange. Julian oh, there Assange you go. He's from Townsville. Right. He, li- he lived on Maggie Island. Did he really? Yeah. And what's our oh, Thurston? He's from Townsville. Who? Uh, Greg Norman. Greg Norman's from Townsville. Bullshit. Really? No, no bullshit. There's a it's few a, famous people. Because I have a theory that the, the top of their game people come from usually more remote areas because they're not surrounded by yes. all the distractions and the peer pressure and the social exactly. goings on. They just focus on what they want and they just That's chase it. it. Because like Don Bradman, where did he grow up? He used to just whack a ball against a um, Is, water tank. Is he Melbourne? I don't yeah. know. Well, that debunks that I don't theory. Know. But there's plenty of people like yourself and me. I came from Redcliffe, where yeah. there was not much else to do other than bongs on the beach by the skate park and Pash <laughs> Ben Foley, who just lost two teeth before our date. <laughs> he went to Pash me at these gaps. What? Like, Sorry. I'm dumping you. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Redcliffe. Yeah, Townsville. Half, an hour, half your luck. Fu- it was um, it was good growing up in Townsville. Actually, it was heaps to do, heaps. Used to um, you know, get in the panel panel vans, go up to the Cascade waterfalls. That sound good. Get in the panel van, <laughs> get out again with a bag of lollies and a sore ass. <laughs> no, we were always down the Strand drinking Fosters. Oh my God! How are you still alive? Oh, that's something we should talk about. Oh, Bev yes. had a oh, no. Not stroke. That. You don't want to talk about that? Oh, for a minute. For a minute. I'll give it a minute. I'm, <clears throat> I'm pretending it didn't happen now. I don't actually mention it much at all because I don't want people oh. to think that I'm going to die on them. Well, the, I'd rather it literally than if you die during a set. <laughs> exactly. But um, um, I'll quickly say yes. it. So Bev was okay, doing a set. Had a had a stroke mid set. Repeated the joke twice. Went that's weird. Finished the set. Walked off. Hit the ground and had a stroke. That's but it. what a professional! You finished the set. <laughs> well, I, I finished the set, but I didn't know what I was saying. No, I that must have been think weird. Of a word for pram. Yeah, it was really odd. And I was going like this. I couldn't speak properly. Talking like that. And um. But I could sing. So I just sang. I just sang all my singing bits and um, without context, I just sang. And the um, the other comedians were just side of stage just going, are you all right? I'm like, nah. 
<laughs> and then the ambos came, and um, the, and I was just went really weird. I thought the ambulance guy was really hot. I was just like really going on about how hot he is. Yeah. And then I said, "Oh, getting me in the amb- ambo." <clears throat> and I said, "Can I have a fag first? And he said, "Yeah, no worries." Are you serious? He had a fag as you're getting wheeled in the back of an ambulance with a Yeah, in your but they brain. didn't know I'd had a stroke then. They, no. they didn't know that I'd had a stroke. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well. But I'm fine. I'm fine. I know. I'm you, fine. I've had all the tests. You've bounced back. I've given up smoking. I'm off the you, high cholesterol. No you stopped hoarding. I've, I walk to the salvos every day and back. But you don't buy as much. See, Bev's a hoarder, just letting you all know. Yeah, she's I'm a, a hoarder. She's a hoarder, but we used to not. There used to be a third bedroom in her house, and I didn't know it was there. I thought it was just yeah. a storage cupboard, and then she cleared it all out, and there's this whole room. I'm like, what? I could have been staying here the whole time, but this is all your shit. That's oh, right. Look her up on Marketplace. And she's got all the bargains. Yeah. But it used to be you, there was only a little trail through the living room where I am now. Yes. Um, and the hallways were all full as well and bedrooms. And then I started taking stuff over to my son's place to that's hoard that, it there because there was nowhere else to put it. That's when you know you're in trouble. Pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And she's back. <laughs> <laughs> so, get, hey. Yeah. Did you read the, did you read the review from the yes. son? We can oh my good God. reviews, Bev. It's great. I was so nervous. Yes. How's the whole thing? I didn't expect to like it, but I did. Yes, I expected to hate it. It was stronger. Yeah, that's very strong words, isn't it? I know because, no, it was Fiona Byrne who is a – she's been an entertainment writer for ages in Melbourne and I've had some shockers from her in the past. Um, So much so I actually wrote a character about her called Winona Scorn. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, fair do. She's an honest, honest bird. But then, yeah, my husband last night, Jeremy went, "Uh oh, Osborne." I'm like what? He said, "Fiona Byrne has reviewed Pilot Week," and my I lost my guts. I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm oh fucked. no, that's the end of it." And then I but read, it was only I you, expected you to hate and, this. Yeah, yes. And then she went on about how good it is. And it's it really is funny. Though. It is really good and it is really funny. You can't not like it. If you don't like it, you're a fucking, you know, you're an asshole. You are an asshole. How can you not like the two of us? We it's get our brilliant. boobs out for a good cause. You were yelling down at the boat ramp. What are some of the lines you had? Like, basically, I've set her up in this scenario. I'm stuck in Queensland because the borders were closed when we were filming it. That's how long ago we did it. And I'm God on damn. FaceTime directing, watching her at this boat ramp, and I'm just like, Bev, just do the longest line of profanity possible. And then this yeah. poor guy walks up to the window, and she's got, what, go on, what do you say? Go, stop fucking mansplaining me, you fucking prick, or I'll fucking punch you in the fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the when I'm trying to back it. know you well. <laughs> It's just like this woman, she's like the greatest blessing to television ever. They're like, they, they were, we have a term 
that we refer to Bev with, and it's called being devastated. And that boat ramp was devastated, and I think half of Australia is devastated. So they need to get the series. Oh, they do. That the the old chap that you um, cast as the mansplainer. I, I kept saying sorry to him, and he's like, "It's all right, love. It's all right, love. I can handle it." <laughs> and then I had to scream at um, Stephen Dennis. That was hilarious. Yes, from from Neighbours. Paul Robinson from Neighbours made a yeah, cameo. Go, by the way, go back to fucking Erin Spring. Erin Robinson. Robinson. You fucking you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so I've written I've written a series treatment and yeah. every episode um you're in it uh, but I haven't told Bev what she'll be doing but fuck no. me it'll be Jeez. amazing it's like who dares wins for Bev far out <laughs> oh no oh cuz no, you know a lot of my secrets I, I know all your secrets you don't have any no one, you don't have any secrets. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've got a, a bottle of Bundy and a cruise. Oh, there's a couple. All right, I'll get them yeah. next time. Um, no, there's yeah. the KFC one. <laughs> the KFC one. We can't talk about the KFC one. Did you talk about the KFC one on your stand-up show, Don't Tell Tony? She's got a stand-up no. show called Don't Tell Tony. You didn't tell it. No, I didn't tell that one. But then no. there was a few secrets that I did divulge with Don't Tell Tony. But right. KFC didn't. No, I thought that's I just, just between do it. you, me, and the police. That's right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just I've, say I've don't get in between Bev and a fucking bucket. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So, um, do you think. I'm going to ask you a serious question, but don't answer it seriously. Oh, okay. Political correctness. Do you reckon it's buggering comedy, or do you think oh, that? Yeah. I feel like there's a there's a resistance happening at the moment. Can you? Feel there is that? a resistance, but I mean the political correctness. Where I think it is good for comedy is uh, um, in terms of women in the workforce. I think that's that's where it's good. I think it's yes. good to be woke to that. It's not just a male industry. Well, we have um, certainly benefited also, from that. We've benefited like, from that. From that, like and four also years with, ago, um, there's no way this pilot would have got up. No, yeah, there's no way that you would be able to even swear like that ten years ago, as a as a woman. It's like as it's woman, not no. ladylike. You know what I mean? All that bullshit. Oh, I had that after a gig one night out in Mundubra. No, it was Monto. We we're on a tour, Bug yep. of the Drought. Um, yep. And the bus driver who we were paying to ferry people to and fro from the show because it was a community government funded tour. Yeah. He was out on the steps telling people, because oh, I came out for a break. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I don't like that lady in the orange dress much. She swears. She carries on, doesn't she? And so Damien Powell went That's up. That's unbelievable. No, I know. And Damien Powell went up to him and he said, mate, what, what's going on? He said, I don't like any of you. You all swear, especially that woman. She shouldn't be <gasps> swearing. Women don't swear. And he's like, she can swear. She's, she's fucking funny. And he's like, no, she's better than that. Women, women are vessels of God. They're here to produce children 
and that's, nurture them. Yeah. And, and that's how like, a lot of these guys think. And it mate, can you, into you drive the bus back to 1920 or wherever the fuck you're living? That's the way they think. And, uh, you know, I still get it on the ships when I work on ships. It's like, oh, uh, I, I don't mind your comedy, but I, I, I think you swear too much or I don't like swearing. I said, oh, so, so it's okay for the guys to swear. Yeah. Well, why isn't it okay for me to swear? And they, they cannot answer you. No, like, they can't. They can't process it. <clears throat> they can't answer it. you. They can't process it. And, and and guys can talk about their dicks till kingdom come. As soon as we say vagina, which is, is a biological word, we're not yes. saying our pussy even, it's not, you're not allowed. You're not supposed no, we to. No, say, we say jump on board the pussy wagon. Like yes. Renee Gracie from... The bush one. She's called Pussy That's Wagon it. Squirt Queen. I know. Squirt Queen. I love it. I just talk about I talk about my my bits as much as I fucking want to now. I mean when I first started you couldn't do period jokes because it was Deemed um, um, inappropriate and uh, in, rude so inappropriate. and grotesque. Oh it's unbelievable. So with PC with things like that, I'm right on board. And also about um, different sexuality or genders, I'm right on board yep. with that. It's about yep. time we were. Um, and with racism, I'm right on board with that. But, yeah, there's some woke things that I'm just like, oh. The virtue signalling. Oh, virtue signalling I can't grip. deal with. When they can't get a joke and they're so abusive and their yeah. abuse is more okay than your joke. Apparently, that's absolutely correct. Yeah. That's where my mind boggles, and that's what happened with the whole country during lockdown when everyone was like, yeah. fighting each other and disagreeing over everything. Did you make any vaccine Unreal. jokes? Tell you what, um, not a good idea to make you. No, no, <laughs> no way to divide a room. I opened. This was this was a big mistake that I made. I opened the Brisbane Comedy Gala with a vaccine joke. I know. And I read fuck, the script, remember? <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. I had 50% of the room on board. 50% was just like furious. The, I'm like, oh, yeah. too soon. It's the big divider. It's the big divider. No, I um, I just ended up doing a little YouTube clip. Um, yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, you get the fucking what jab. What did you say? And um, what? I dictated Dan can fucking lick my clit. <laughs> that did go viral. And it's yes, not it because did. of the, the notion of the ad. It was because Bev at the end just riffed and said that. <laughs> That's right. I didn't even, uh, that, I just did that in rehearsal. I didn't realise they were recording it. Don't you love it when they keep it? When they keep it in? I know. Oh, <coughs> I lost a joke. Me. I lost a joke from the show. Um, I can understand why, but I want to see if you think it was too far. I was interviewing the politician okay. and yeah. it was so hot, so hot. And then I said to him, far out, I'm sweatier than a blind lesbian in a fish market. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's funny, but then they're like, oh. You're going to get cancelled. We're like, that's the funniest thing we've heard. Get rid of it. Um, 
But yeah. I'm like, why? Is it because I'm insulting blind people or lesbians or Punani's smelling of fish? It's one of those triggers. But I'm a woman delivering it. I mean, it'd be better if I was a blind oh, lesbian delivering it. But I'm That's like, right. I can always. That's right. You can only be a blind lesbian and do that joke. Exactly. But I'm like, I could put a public apology out going, you know, I apologise to all the blind lesbians yeah. stuck in fish markets. I mean, no harm. I hope you get out. The thing is, though, it's like if that did go to air, you'd just get so much flack for it. It's not worth it. I know. It's, and that's. Just, you have to watch yourself Sometimes I have now. to. Be, yeah, you do have to watch yourself because it can be the most innocuous thing. Like, as you know, I got done for the meme. Um, yeah. The, the Weinstein meme, which that was bang out of order because that was from my life experience. I'm making a joke about it. It's my way of yeah. dealing with what I've done and gone through. But um, yeah. it can be the most innocuous thing that you get pulled up on. And you're like, That's right. who threw that? And it wasn't your meme. You were just enacting on it. You yes, know, I was just sharing it because it had gone viral. You were viral. sharing it. Yes. That's right. Um, yeah, you have to be so bloody careful. And my daughter is always going, Mum, you can't post that, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And and that's why at live gigs now, and if there's someone recording me, I say, please don't record me because I don't want to, I need to know where it's going because I could get into trouble because I'm only saying this stuff live. Yeah, they've given you permission to go as hard and as far as you want. They're your built-in audience. They know what they're signing That's up it. for. But if it's some third party shares it online and they see it over in, I don't know, Kazakhstan and get offended, so I know it wasn't meant for you. This joke, no. Exactly. It was all about in the room. Jim Jeffries is really, really strict with people recording in his shows. You have to be yeah. <clears throat> for that reason. Yes, because otherwise because they can you grab don't- that one bit. That's it. And they can make it into whatever they want and it can go to countries you don't want it to go to. Yeah, it, yeah like my OnlyFans. And that happens That's on it. maps and all those other shows as well. You do get oh, edited really? out of context. I mean, in the jungle, yeah. I was not edited out of context, but I was certainly edited in a way that made me the villain in the, in the Ryan, Charlotte romance. Like, they Which took is out the bit. so untrue. I know, she took out, they took out the bit, right? She's come up to me and said, oh, can you tell Ryan that I'm just for a good time, not a long time? And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And I broke that news to him. I'm like, oh, it's not a good idea. She's not here for the long term. And then that's what they played. So I'm the home wrecker. I'm like, what the fuck? Unreal. I'm just on the messenger. <clears throat> so you get. And yet yep. you've ended up becoming great friends with Ryan. And I know. because of that, I'm now great friends with Ryan. Oh, He's yes. He's the most gorgeous guy. He is lovely. He's a lovely. He always comes up in every podcast. Ryan, get I out know. of my podcasts. Bloody hell. <laughs> he's infiltrating the system because he's, he's doing the hard yards with the stand-up at the moment. He is building his hour and he's doing yeah. fantastic. And it's hard because yeah. he's come from reality TV. So it's it would be so challenging for him to break that perception that he's – this reality TV star and exactly. can't do anything. But he's killing it. Yeah, oh. and we, we, chat, we chat heaps. He runs a lot of his jokes by me and we, we um, yeah, we have a ball just, just chatting. for a laugh. Yeah, and during lockdown, he was like, we were chatting until like two or three in the morning. <laughs> it was great. What kind of chats? Was he like, Bev, oh. 
not do the no, thing with the nipple chats. again. <laughs> no, he's a nice boy. He well, <laughs> and he likes playing the pokies. <laughs> That's right. I lost you two to the pokies once. I got a text. They were together. I'm like, oh no, they're going to get kicked out of Crown Casino at 4 a.m. in the morning. Then there's going to be a fight in KFC. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, what else can we talk about, Bev? What else I don't know. Is there? I love swearing. Should... Yeah, so do I. I like drinking too. So do you. Yeah, I love drink. Oh, well, I don't drink as much now. Now, um, sorry. What? But what um, got no. But what got you? I could be outrageous drinking? without it. I've noticed. I've woken up with you. Um, <laughs> do you remember when you choked on your chicken, the curry chicken, when we were in Sydney? You're like, you choked on it and you were coughing and sneezing oh, yes. and sneezing and coughing and sneezing. And wet myself. Yes. <laughs> All at the same time. <laughs> There's um, always something. I always have to mop up something when I'm out with Bev. Um, I, I got drinking through comedy, through stand-up. Yeah, uppers um, and downers, right? Yeah. Because I used to drink Southern, Comf- Southern Comfort and Coke before I went on. Yep. which was pretty hardcore. Yes. Um, and it's pretty bogan actually, isn't it? It's Apparently. very bogan. It's incredibly bogan. And, <laughs> and then I started drinking wine. So I'd have just a couple before I went on. But then it was like two or three. And the next thing you know, people are bringing me drinks up on stage, probably because I told yep. them to. Especially yes. hecklers. I'd go, go and buy me a fucking drink. And, yes. and then it was just on for young and old. And then people knew to bring me drinks up on stage. So I, yep. I was playing in Sydney, right, <clears throat> and I'd walk up on stage and it was all these shots, cocksucking cowboys, like 10 of them up on stage already. Um, so I'd, I'd get up on stage and people would know that I'd be like, you know, Bev the, the drunk and, uh, and I'd get better with a few drinks. So I'd get up on stage um and there'd be all these cocksucking cowboys lined up for me. So I'd get an applause on a joke and just down a shot, keep going. So well, it I becomes. Think, yeah. It becomes your act. Like when I first it started. It does. Because you, when, you, like when I first started, I needed a mother karma. I needed a drink before yeah. I got out there because I was terrified. Because um, I didn't work up from two-minute set, five-minute set, ten-minute set. No, no, I went, no, I'm just going to do a whole hour at the festival. Fuck, that was interesting, wasn't it? Holy tit. Um, But it's – Excuse me. I'm glad that you're drinking less now. I've not mastered that yet. I still can't do a gig without a drink. I don't think I've done one. I still have a drink, but I just, you know, I'll have one. That's it. Just as a bit of Dutch courage and it's also, it's part of my, um, oh, ritual? what do you call it? When you, ritual. Yes. It's part of my ritual. Yes. Um, and I used to smoke about three or four cigarettes before I went on. Um, I had to have a ciggy before I went on. And if I was playing in places that was hard to get uh, out of the venue, especially like RSLs or whatever, mm. I would, I would, um, you know, I'd be running to get on stage because I'd had to have a cigarette. 
So the vapors come in handy for that. But I can't believe that I'm not smoking before I go on anymore. Um, That's impressive. Well, yeah, it's actually bizarre. And that when I did the taping for Just for Laughs the other day, the other night, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that I didn't have a cigarette before that. It was like Harley went down for a ciggy and I didn't follow him, you know. I just went, no, I'm all right. I'm very Bizarre. glad to hear this because that means that on our next road trip, which I invited Bev on a road trip to help me drive up and then I realised she can't drive. <laughs> so I'm driving all the yeah. way to Sydney and back and yet she needs a cigarette break every 20 minutes. It was the longest, yep. most painful <laughs> road trip pulling over and then she get in and you just smelt like vag. I'm like, oh, fuck me. So... <laughs> I'm I'm very glad to hear this. This is good because I'm a drinker too. So we can both drink together. I can warm up to the pokies. I reckon I'll get the hang of that. Uh, might even have a – there's a weed stick now, isn't there? You can get a weed yes. stick, like a marijuana stick. Yeah. I might I try that. I think it's that. under the counter, but, yeah, we oh, can make that happen. I'm just broadcasting. <clears throat> I've never had one, by the way, for the record, but – Someone near me might have had one, and I went, "Oh, what's that?" Because I thought it was a USB stick. I'm like, "Why is he chomping on that?" No, we. I stick. got really, really, really stoned on one of those. I had a couple of puffs of friends. Yeah. Um, and then we went out for dinner, but it was at a a, a crab place. So we so we're sitting there stoned off our guts, cracking open crabs and wearing bibs and stuff with just crab juice all over me and I got the curry crab so it was just everywhere and you, you actually had a you put your hands into a bag of crab and I was stoned off my face it was the most hilarious thing <laughs> it was like a bag of bones and shit <laughs> Just hit my head on the mic. <laughs> Diarrhea and bones. That's what it was like. Oh, God. You know what, Bev? That, that's, you know there's that other pilot, A Time to Die. I reckon you could do that yeah. successfully because what? you'll laugh. Right, people's just, jokes. Doesn't, wouldn't matter. No, like you could do the set where someone's giving you shit jokes and I still reckon you could yes. make it work just I by laughing. I could. I, I reckon, reckon you could. I could. Yes. Yeah, bring it on. You're one of I the few the people. I reckon you could do it. I reckon, is it Aaron Chen? Yeah. I reckon he could do it. Yep. Just and you know why I reckon I could do it? Because I've delivered my own shit jokes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was still like got that a night. It was like that night at the Comics Lounge when you went up to do new material and you, yeah. you were just riffing. And then you, yeah, it was you're having a you're having a tough time, and then you just start laughing at yourself, and then you're fine. Yeah, I was fine. Yeah, yeah, you could do it. You you've had your time to die, and you still came out triumphant. That's it. So bring it on, bitches. Hang on, we need to stop plugging another show. Fuck them. Don't watch the don't even watch the pilot. We don't want them to get no. views. No, no, time to die will be good for both of us. Yeah, we true. Wanna, we both want to be on it. Well, if any of the other pilots get up, we want it to be the comedies. That's right. Hey, Bev, yes. my producer said, can you talk more about comedy and when you've gone too far? 
Um, oh, okay. Yes. I, um, I, mean, I went on stage yeah. uh, nude one time at the comedy, at the comedy store in Sydney. <laughs> you just Actually went out nude, completely nude. Completely nude. And Gary Eck and a few of the others, they put me up to it. It was, it was just taking so long. All the other acts are just doing 10 minutes more than they should, right? Right, and sticky I'm just, floor. Yeah, and I'm just getting more and more pissed backstage, just waiting to get on, and I'm the feature. And the other, and I'm just like, if this keeps going like this, the only way I'm going to be able to get a laugh is if I walk on stage naked, right? It's like the audience have yep. been laughed out, right? And I went, do it. I went, okay, I fucking will. And so I, I, my opening line was, have you ever had those dreams when you, you, you walk out on stage and you're naked? Um, I have. And th- that was my opening line, right? And the audience are just completely fucking shocked, right? But I had nowhere to go. They weren't laughing. Was the only, they weren't laughing. That was your one line and, they, and then you're That like- was my one line, but I'm still naked. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this next joke's not going to work. And I couldn't get them at all. And then I just hear from the, the Jane, Jane Sweetapple who runs it, she yeah. just went, Put your clothes back on. Oh, no. So I went backstage. The MC came back out. I put my clothes back on. I walked back out on stage, but it was just It was nuts. too It, it was, was too over. far gone. It was too far. And I, I got really nervous and just really self-conscious um, and um, just couldn't, couldn't buy a laugh. And then Jane Smith. I wonder why. <laughs> I know. And then Jane Sweetapple just said, never do that to me again, ever. I went, okay, sorry about that. So, yeah, so that's when I went to. Yeah. Maybe maybe they were. Beverly. I I was pretty slim and hot back then. Maybe maybe they didn't laugh because I was just, they were just gawking at me like fucking hot. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, it's possible, baby. All of a sudden, they were just like, has a burlesque act ended up on stage accidentally because she's in the wrong tent. She's in the wrong building. I know. Oh, my gosh. I've gone too far like that before. There's nothing worse than when you feel that moment where you've done it and the audience does not respond and you're like, how do I dig myself out of this? Yeah. Oh, I did. I, I peed in some. I peed in a glass one time too. On stage, you peed Actually, in a glass on stage. Pee, yeah, I was desperate to go to the toilet. She's not a cyclist, was, by the way. Said, it wasn't a drug test. <laughs> and I said, oh, Lance Armstrong <coughs> on stage. And I'd gone over time already, and I just went, "No, I've got to go. I've got to go to the toilet." And they went, no, keep going, keep going. And I said, okay, fuck it. And I just turned around and peed, drank my wine and then just peed into my wine glass. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the thing is, this doesn't surprise me. And I'm numb to you now. But I'm trying to imagine that. I don't understand why you're not in the papers more often. Like, you pull all this Geordie Shaw shit. And, yeah, no. and then you're still the professional getting booked for all these things. Yeah. But you've Corporates. pissed in a corporate. 
Corporate. <laughs> corporate cups. Um, corporates are an interesting thing, aren't they? I've gone oh. too far in corporates. Yeah. Definitely. Because, yes. One thing, well, it was a reverse. Because, you know, I've got the On the Spectrum show, which is comedy material about autism. And then I've got yeah. my rough, you know, everyday jokes, generic jokes. Um, yeah. Pub gig jokes. <clears throat> and so I'm doing this corporate for a bunch of electricians. And they're loving it all. And then I'm like, oh, I've kind of used all that material. I'll rip out some of the autism jokes. Yeah, out yeah. of context, nah. Yeah, I launch straight into it. I say autism. They're gone. They're just, yeah. they were still. And I felt sick. And I'm like. Because they think they're not allowed to laugh. Exactly. Because I hadn't set it up, you know. I just, it was too big a leap from one that's you know, style of comedy to another and I felt really sick about that because it just went it felt like I went from comedy to being a horrible person that that was the vibe in the room and then I spent it's the rest so of it, weird it's the comedy it's so strange and, and you, you don't you'll only ever know what Nikki is talking about if you're a comedian yourself it is the weirdest thing um you'll do a corporate and they're not laughing at all because you're supposed to be minding your P's and Q's and not swearing. And then as soon as you do an innuendo or something that's a bit dirty, they start laughing. So yes. you just get really stuck. Like oh, You do. And I've broken out a few times and gone, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. And then the audience are laughing hilariously. And then you'll get told off by the But the event planners, <laughs> yes, the event planners are freaking out in the corner, just going, oh, oh, I've had that every yeah. time because I'm there yeah. and I'm keeping it clean. Nah, nothing. Then I'm like, bugger it. I'm just going to start roasting them. So I always jump off yeah. the stage and climb on their tables and start roasting yes, all the people in the idea. room. Well, you know, all their VIPs, basically. I just say yeah. the first thing that comes into my head, which is probably their biggest complex about themselves. But um, I roasted the entire Bank of Queensland one night. Um, funnily awesome. enough, they gave, they gave me a ripper mortgage after that. But, ah. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, you always get in trouble. So you do it. They're I laughing. Know. They're having the best time. You walk off for entrees and then they're like, that's great. No more of that. And that's the line of my life. Is that's yep. great? No more. Like my my sweaty lesbian joke. Um, yeah. Channel Ten. That's the funniest thing ever. Drop it. And you're like, why? Who are we protecting? Who are we protecting? You're protecting the naysayers, the people that think they're the rule makers. You're protecting the Karens of the world. You're protecting the 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 bloke standing on the steps at out in front of the venue, the bus driver, you know. Yeah, the I mean, fun busters. You, you're protecting 0.05% of the population. You know that's what, I'm going to, yeah, exactly. The the noisy minority we call them. I, I think I'm going to go to a fish market and try and find a blind lesbian and say the joke <laughs> and see if they laugh. I reckon, I reckon they'd have a great laugh. It'd be yeah, awesome. Why not? Why not? Well, Bev... It's been wonderful having you here again. Thank you, darling. Been good <laughs> to I see you. 
I can't wait to make a series with you. Oh my god, the tips are coming out. But yeah, awesome. we definitely we have to. I have to get you involved in my OnlyFans page. So I might. I'll chat yes. to you after this, and we'll organise some shots as Bogan Bev, and I'll give you okay. some moolah. You can earn a quick buck on the side. How does that sound? Sounds great. Awesome. All I'm right. All up well, for a bit of um, what's what's it called when you don't do much for the money? Um, um passive income. Passive income. Passive in- yes. You I'm can have some of your passage income. No, no, <laughs> no. Put it away. She will. She'll do it. She'll say, "I'm at your cervix." Oh. All right, well, thanks Beautiful. for chatting, and I'll speak to you after, and we'll we'll plan our um our dominance of on OnlyFans. Okay, all right, let's do this. And Bye. congratulations on a fabulous oh. pilot. Thank you, and congratulations on a fabulous appearance of your tits you. on my podcast. All right, <laughs> bye, Bev Killick. See ya. Mwah, bye. Mwah, 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 fuck off. Ba-da-boom, ba-da-boom.